Uppercut Podcast. We are back following the UFC 298 card in Anaheim, California this past Saturday. An era has ended, gentlemen. I believe it's ended. I don't honestly believe it's coming back to fruition. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky gets knocked out three minutes, 32 seconds in the round two by the new featherweight champion, Ilya Tapuria. Interesting fact, he's only he is the fifth undisputed champion of the featherweight. Not interim, undisputed. It's been Volk, Jose Aldo, McGregor, <laughs> Max Holloway, and now Ilya. There's only been five champions in that division. So Ilya Tapuria comes in 27 years old. Stunning victory. I don't, I'm not going to say stunning by odds that he won, but stunning in the fashion that he won. Knock, came across clean right hand, knocks Alexander Volkanovsky completely out cold. You see Ilya already starting to celebrate, and you can hear Jerry Rogan and everyone saying, oh, my God, he's still out. I mean, Volk was out fucking cold, boys. Um, takeaways from the fight, though, Volk definitely won round one. He was landing the jab. I just – this might be a Kamara Usman situation. Once the chin goes, it goes. I mean, Max, what do you think about Volk's future? What do you think about Ilya? Tell us a little bit what you thought about the main event. Okay, so just put it in perspective, I had done like a uh, bar call, bar crawl with my girlfriend and her family, and uh, we ended up in Encore a re- um, Casino in Boston. Uh, so I and I was very drunk. Uh, so I was very hype. Obviously, I was hanging with this dude named Muhammad from Palestine, and this dude named another guy named Muhammad um, from Iraq. I was in a little Muhammad sandwich. I was the white American cheese right down the middle, <laughs> right? Yeah, right in the Muhammad sandwich right there. Uh, yeah, it was a great time. Um, but yeah, so anyways, we were all very, very high on Volk, obviously. Get in there, first round, I'm feeling good. Uh, I thought he obviously won the first round as well. And then Ilya knocked him. And I swear to God, every single person in that Encore Casino had their hands on their head, just going, fuck. So uh, yeah, everyone was really bummed out. I actually hit a bunch of bets. Um, I made a, some money on that. Um, I think Ilya is going to be an absolute star. And the fact that Dana said in the post fight uh, or after the fights, rather, that he's going to give him his uh, first title defense in Spain, possibly in that huge uh, arena. Well, I guess it's a stadium. I think they uh, they're going to give him some Connor treatment. And I think we're going to have a long reign of Ilya ahead of us. Uh, as for Volk, I hope he takes some time off, man. I really do. Yeah, Jeff, um, what was your big takeaway for the main event? Yeah, I mean, as you guys can tell, there is no intro. It's just fucking pain. My heart hurts. Yeah. This is upsetting. I fucking love Volk. I I don't know where he goes from here. What is he now? Just a gatekeeper above Max? It just fucking hurts. It sucks. I, God, man, I just don't want to see him go down to Tony, Fer- uh, Tony Ferguson Road, dude. Yeah, or a kind of Kamara Usman-ish style, I think yeah. is kind of similar to what it could end you, up. Just these two, these two last fights, I just he just looks like a whole different person. I don't know what it is. Like you guys said, he won that first round. I don't think he did at all. I think he was getting cooked. The only thing he did good was a couple strikes in a clinch. But either way, I still don't. I think Ilya landed more. Then he cut him. Yeah, uh, I th- yeah, I think the judges, all the judges, had Volk winning round one. But again, it's not like it was a decisive round, though. I know yeah. what you're yeah. saying; it wasn't it a decisive. Like I really think Ilya yeah. won that, because as soon as I saw that first round, 
Ilya land a couple big power shots. I was like, I just felt the fucking, felt my balls drop to my fucking toes, dude. They hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, one thing I wanted to know, like talk about that too is that it almost seems since Volk, I don't want to say since he lost to Islam because he's beat Yair in that span, but he's almost becoming more reactive than proactive in his fights, it seemed no like. Doubt. Like, at that first round, it was almost like, and uh, Dean Thomas brought it up, like, every time Ilya swung, he puts his hands down, shoulders down, and just picks his head up, like, trying to almost neo-matrix dodge a punch. Like, that is disastrous at his age to do, fighting a guy like Ilya who can put you out with any fucking jab he throws. I just, uh, I don't know, I don't know if that's indicative of how he's going to be as a fighter from here on out, but it's just, I agree with Jeff. He just does not seem like the same guy as of last year, two years ago. Also, I mean, every time Ilya, he landed some shots there where Volk like grimaced and, and showed that they popped through and hurt. And I felt like first round, uh, Volk didn't do didn't throw many shots that actually hurt Ilya. I do think Volk won though. I thought he was slightly more active. And I thought the leg kicks were big. He was kind of countering the Ilya kicks and throwing his own pretty solid. I think that's why I had him in round one, but it was close. Regar- yeah, regardless, the debate doesn't even matter over round one. He's yeah, completely, knocked the fuck completely out slapping round two. And, uh, yeah, and I wanted to talk about how everyone, you said everyone was walking out with their hands on the top of their head. Um, I just, that's because Volk has really transcended this last five years of UFC. I wish him nothing but the best. He's still my favorite fighter of all time. It hurts to see someone go out like this, but the time was going to come, and I think we all kind of knew in the back of our heads that Ilya was most likely going to be the one to make this happen. So not a super big shock. Um, yeah. Like Max already mentioned, Ilya has some star power he can play with kind of seems like Dana's going to let him play with what he like construct, construct his own path because he already said he doesn't want to fight Max Yair or Ortega and he called out McGregor. So no fucking we'll way. See, no, we'll way see McGregor what kind happens. of pull. I don't think, I don't think McGregor could even get to that weight, but we'll see what kind of, We'll see what kind of pool he has. I kind of think this guy has enough star power. He'll kind of get to influence his own path. Will make shit easier on a champion. So, um, oh. I don't, I don't want to steal this. I'm not stealing this from Ariel Hawani. I'm going to give him credit, but he said on his show what he think, what he hopes happens, and this is something I completely agree. That's why I'm saying it here. I want uh, our listeners to hear it. So, he was saying that next week or this upcoming Saturday, which we're going to be reviewing later in the week, uh. UFC fight night, it's going to be, you're going to have um, Yair Rodriguez and Brian Ortega fighting uh, for the contender there. And he was saying that the winner of that hopefully is Yair Rodriguez, and then you can send him over to Spain for the first title defense, and you're going to have this big Spain versus Mexico, Spanish, you know, numbers. And I think that would be fucking awesome, and I really hope that happens. Yeah, I kind of agree somewhat, but again, just like I booed it before, I truly think the guy who should be getting the next shot is Max Holloway, but he's got to fight Justin Gaethje now, which this is the whole reason I booed it. This is the whole exact yeah. reason I booed it when he got announced. He should be the true number one contender. I think it'd be an amazing fight to watch, and now it's fucked up because he's got to fight for the stupid fucking BMF belt. But whatever. Yeah. We'll save that for another time to talk about. Co-main event, middleweight bout between Robert Whitaker, Paula Casa. Uh, Robert Whitaker wins a clean decision. Pretty active fight. It almost was kind of reminiscent of like Whitaker and um, Yoel Romero. Just a lot of big blows. Costa lands a big head kick at one point. Um, Whitaker comes out on top. I think Whitaker kind of reminded everyone that he is the top dog, if not one of the top dogs. 
Um, given everything that's shaking up in the middleweight division, let's just assume Izzy is who fucking knows what. Strickland's probably not going to get an automatic rematch, I doubt. Did you guys think this fight made Whitaker the number one contender or someone else in mind? Whoever wants to answer the is fine. Problem, the only problem with Whitaker is he just fucking lost to Dreykus. Literally just lost to him. Yeah, he did. He did get flatlined. It, 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 it's so hard to put him right back in, in into that spot, I feel like. Yeah, I, I feel like you got to use, I don't know. I, I thought the performance itself is was good enough to say like this guy is clearly um you know set to uh challenge for the title next but uh just the fact that you know how it ha- went with uh, Drickus last time where Drickus knocks him out um I just think that hurts Whitaker's uh, case for it but I don't know I thought Whitaker looked awesome I thought we got an old Whitaker performance uh the fact that he ate that kick from Costa Dude, that was not better. That was like Holy my fuck. huge shakeaway. That was fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, that was that was like I feel like that was kind of his career right there. If he got if he got knocked from that, I feel like that's that's a two fight, two knockout loss streak, and he's in exactly where Volk is right now, where we're kind of worried about his career. So that was huge to get uh, out of that. Yeah, I just it, it's it was really weird for me to try to think going forward because I'm just I'm not even putting Izzy in the picture right now because I don't know what the fuck's going on with him if he's going to take a long layoff or what. So you have Strickland's one, Izzy two, Whitaker three. That's today. It'll change again tomorrow. It always changes Tuesday morning. Brendan Allen, I don't think, is scheduled to fight for a little while longer. Uh, Vittori's number five. Kinnear, I don't think it's another title shot. So I just think this added another good element, another good mix to the middleweight division. Because looking down, if Strickland doesn't get the automatic rematch, I don't think they're giving it to Brendan Allen quite yet. Robert Whitaker might fight for the title. I don't know. They might be able Honestly, to pitch. Don't... Yeah, they might Fuck. be able to pitch a rematch. It's it's a really weird Dude. thing going on in the middleweight division right now. Yeah, it really feels like it's been the same like four people fighting for the fucking belts. Yeah, I mean, obviously Izzy right now would be the one. Like if he came back, I would assume he gets automatic fight over anyone. But being mm-hmm. outside of that. I, I mean, I guess if you count Hamzad in, if he's fighting at middleweight, I don't even know if the fuck he's going to or not. Yeah, where the fuck is he? <laughs> yeah, I don't have Dude, any Dude, that's the big proof. fucking wild card in both the, in fucking Walter and middleweight. Yeah, he is. He could change everything. He, he could really change the land- everything. landscape. Yeah, he could change the landscape either of those divisions, too, if he fucking decide to pick one. Yeah, literally. He could be number one contender in each division. Yes. And that's really kind of creating a log jam in each. Yeah. So I yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens to the middleweight division going forward, though. Obviously, as he comes back, he's the guy. Strickland might get a rematch. Whitaker could be thrown in there now. It's interesting. Very interesting. Let's talk about the welterweight Wait, real division. Quick. Sorry, real quick. Mike, um, is this your final uh because I, I know we talked about in the preview, like we might be off Palacosta if he lost this fight. Did he do enough to like draw you back in in any sort of way? No. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm so out yeah. on him right now. He would have had to win for me, to be That's, honest. Yeah, I, I like to win athletic. This is what I want to say though. I don't hate him as a person. Like I don't really like Patty. Well, Patty, I'm kind of coming back on a little bit, but I don't like Patty or really like Izzy. I don't hate Palacasa. I just hate getting piped up for his fights, and he doesn't fight. Yeah, 
That's yeah. the only thing I don't like. I like his Twitter's fucking hilarious. The videos he makes are fucking hysterical and super entertaining. So I like him, but I just think he has a lot of underwhelming performances. And then he doesn't even fight in the performances he shows up in. This yeah. performance was decent by him. Don't get me wrong, but he's had ones before. Like we talked about the fucking Luke Rockhold one. That was, that was, that was a bit bad. of a tough one to watch. Yeah. So for sure. For sure. I, I'm, I, uh... I'm still on pot on Costa's good side. I just don't think he's a champion. I agree. I, I'm kind of out of him, out on him as a like prospect. I think. Right oh, now. yeah. Like even, um, <laughs> even though he's ranked six, he'll probably be at like eight tomorrow or nine, maybe. Like I don't even see him as like a top tenner anymore. My opinion. Like I don't. When I think of top ten guys in the middle of the division, I don't think Palacosta at this point. But uh, good on him. I mean, keep. I, 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 oh no, I still think of Paulo up there. The middleweight division is also kind of weak, but like so nine. So number nine is Roman Delice. I think he's a little. He ju- he's washed too. Yeah, I don't know. He he's a little higher up for me than Costa at this point. Hermanson and Costa. Hermanson's ten, so I think Han- Hermanson Costa are pretty neck and neck right now. I think that's actually. They, I wait, think that's Costa was. <laughs> I think Costa was higher, but I think these underwhelming performances and then not fighting has to merit something. You know what wait, I mean? Co- Costa's better than Delidze. Delidze's last fight against Imavov, where he just got beat down to decision, was was bad. I think Costa's yeah, but, still, still better than Delidze right now. I yeah, also but, think Hermanson's better than Delidze. I also, uh, yeah, I also think Hermanson's <laughs> better than Delidze as well. Yeah, I, I'm not sure why Hermanson's behind Delidze. And Hamzat's number 11 right now, but I don't know if he's carrying yeah, a ranking in Welter. In middle, yeah. <laughs> So that's yeah, what I mean, but but the, but the inactivity and the subpar performances have to carry some merit. Whether we think he's a great fighter or not, you have to see what's in front of you, in my opinion. And what we've seen from him actually put in the cage, he's just not a top 10 guy to me. But besides the point, we'll talk about him in his next fight. Um, Welterweight bout up next. We had Ian Gary beating Jeff Neal. You know, I, I get it when you're... <laughs> I, this is what I want to say about this. I get it when you're there because you pay to be there, and the UFC tickets are kind of fucking expensive, and you're drunk with your boys, and you want to see someone knocked out. There's a lot of booze and a lot of shit on Twitter said about this fight. What's Ian Gary supposed to do? Like, he's supposed to win. Like that, That's what I want to say about this. Did he do it in an exciting fashion? No. Did he land a devastating blow on Jeff Neal? No. But Jeff Neal can knock out anyone in the welterweight division. I think we all think that. They call him fucking hands of steel. Is he supposed to go in there in a firefight up close and just throw bombs and hope for the best? I can't imagine that was his game plan going in. I'm not saying it was an amazing performance by Ian Gary by any means, but he did what he needed to do to win. He won pretty decisively. Um, Jeff, is there anything you took from Gary's performance? Anything you thought about Jeff Neal? Yeah, just the thing about Ian Gary is he... He kind of does this a lot. He kind of, I mean, he's he's definitely a smart fighter. I mean, GSP is the go-to sport, and he did this a lot. But it was just picking apart an opponent, and like, I mean, it's not fun on the eye at all. It was no. pretty fucking boring. I can yeah. see why. I can see why everyone was booing. But like you said, what can he fucking do when he's fighting hands steel? Yeah, and it kind of reminded me, and correct me if I'm wrong or disagree or whatever, it actually kind of reminded me of the rematch of Leon and Usman. Like, Leon just hanging out on the outside, landing bigger shots, but not really anything devastating coming out with a win. Um, Max, I know you've been completely off the Ian Gary train. Don't blame you. He's a bit of a – he's trivial, we'll say. 
Um, <clears throat> what did you take from this performance? I mean, with performances like this, I don't think he can still say he's uh, bigger than Ireland, you know, but uh, it wasn't, I agree, like the hate has gone too far on, or not too far. It's people just want him to see him lose because they don't like him. Now, I obviously wanted to see him lose because I don't like him as well. But, um, you know, I, I didn't think this was like an awful performance by any means. Uh, it was a very technical fight, and that's boring for the casual viewer. And, and I mean, obviously, when you're hyped up like that, too, uh, it's boring just to watch guys be really technical. But that's kind of what these fights are at the, t at the highest level. Um, and, yeah, you're perfectly accurate in saying, like, Jeff Neal has the great equalizer. He can put you out at any time. So you can't really be over-aggressive when you're fighting a guy like him. You have to take your time and pick your shots. And that's not the most exciting fighting style. So I think people obviously just hate Ian Gary, and that's why they're all shitting on this fight as much as they did. I, I may have been drunk and I may have had money on it, but I, I thought Jeff Neal kind of stole that one. I didn't think he lost. <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> but I haven't rewatched it. I haven't rewatched it. Drunk as shit. <laughs> uh, I was, and I also haven't rewatched it. But uh, my immediate reaction was that was to yell a lot about how Jeff Neal won. So uh, yeah, I'll have to rewatch that in a couple weeks when it comes out for free on. The, yeah, uh, sober Games. with uh, That's that reverse words. racism. No, it's, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I was all over Jeff Neal, dude. You gotta watch exactly. it sober with no sound. Cause yeah, I, I didn't think he won at all. Um, all right. didn't didn't really like the call out. I don't know if you guys did. Colby's that's such a cope call out. It's like call out a shit talking guy. I think guy. he's trying to. I think Do you he's know you're to gonna back beat Grace's. I, I, yeah, I just think it was like you know, <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. I was thinking more just a marketable guy who you know you can beat at this point. Like you have Sean Brady who's gonna have to come back at some point. You have Vincente Luque who's fighting. Uh, end of march then he's gonna have to find another opponent gilbert needs another opponent i just think of everyone up the rankings if you really want to make your mark colby covington at this point is not the guy to really like oh, if yeah, he he's can... ducking the shit out of fucking sean brady yeah. uh, dude i i'm starting <laughs> to think maybe so but uh if like if ian gary beats colby covington i don't think that moves the needle for any of us does it oh, no. no like that no, doesn't no. I, yeah i just thought but... that was like kind of a copy weird call out I, well, okay, so Colby's probably one of the most hated in the N MMA in the UFC right now, right? So I think he thinks that if he beats Colby, he kind of gains good favor, I guess. But <laughs> I don't think he realizes that he's also very hated. He's trying so. to gain good arm, uh, good fucking what you call it, honor, like it's fucking yeah. Red Dead. Yeah, he should have <laughs> went back to public. But he's also he's actively trying to see trying the to, deer when he dies. He's like Ronald he's Reagan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's also trying to actively lean into his character, like be the heel though. So it doesn't make sense because after like. That was a heel ass speech at the end of it, where uh, dude, I mean, it, <laughs> and what the fuck was going on? Why I said to my girlfriend, "Why we?" Yes, that's what I was gonna say. I yeah. literally asked they my girlfriend what they were doing. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> why do they keep zooming in on her face? Like, I know it was it's so it's such a weird situation, but well, yeah, he went he, he went heel his herpes. So. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> but he went heel. He went heel uh, in the post fight, and then fucking um calls out Colby, so I think he's trying to do both at the same That's time. That's the worst part about watching Ian Gary fights is determining whether his lip is a cut or a cold sore when you're watching <laughs> it on stream. Yeah, the fucking... I agree, Max. The worst the worst is when people teeter the line between heel and Billy Badass. Yeah, It's like, be one or the other. Well, actually, don't be one or the other. Just be genuine. Because you can genuinely be both. It's just everything with him just seems so forced well, all the time. The it's problem nothing, is... It's like we said, they're just trying to be Connor, but they're not they're not quite as good at it as he was. 
No, because that was him. Yeah. I think that was genuinely him. You watch his like his documentary. He's a very nice. He seemed like a very nice guy in person, but he also kind of acts like that in real life too. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, and he kind of how also he was smart. He was a smart. He's smart at like curating his character, and he would he was better at um delivering his lines and just the way every he did everything perfectly, and that's why there's only one Connor because Colby tried it, Ian Gary's trying it, Ilya's trying it. Now maybe Ilya is the one that can get there, but yeah, man, it's uh. It's hard to be Connor, and I think it's failing for Ian Gary right now, and it's kind of messing with him mentally. And it's and it's just so cringy that he tried to ride the Irish thing out too. It's like he but tried then he like to alienated be... them too by saying he's too big for Dublin. So it's yeah. like I don't get what he's trying to do here. Yeah, eh. it's gonna be a long road for him. We'll say that. Oh yeah. Um, next fight down the card, guy I've been very very high on the past few years, Mirab Devalishvili with another classic Mirab performance. I mean, this is textbook Mirab. Oh yeah, just just grind fest. I Cejudo landed a huge shot in round one though that had me a little scared. I'm like, holy shit, Triple C might still have it, but then yeah. here here comes Marab the buzzsaw. That's just what he does. He just wears on you for fucking the length of the fight and lands a huge <laughs> lands a huge power bomb right in front of the Zuck. Carries Cejudo across the ring, power bombs him. Drops into a full squat, has him in a super tight guillotine while he's talking to Zuck. I mean, I don't know, Max, if you still don't like Marab. Marab, in my opinion, is one of the most likable UFC fighters right now. That has yeah, any I'm, kind of popularity. I'm all the way in. I love him now. I, <laughs> I, I think, think he's I didn't so like likable. I think I didn't like him up until the Piotr Jan fight. And then I think after no, that fight. I, didn't, I kind of still don't like him for the Jose Alvarez fight. I'll never forgive him. <laughs> I don't care, dude. That I, I, to make Jose Aldo go out on that, dude, that is such a fucking stinker. I hope an anvil falls on him. Holy hell! All right. <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, I, um, I, I wasn't into him until I think the Piotr Jan fight. I think after that fight, I mean, it was just so impressive how many takedowns he went for. Uh, and then I really liked him because obviously I was there when. Uh, wait, no, no, I wasn't there for that one. But I really liked him with the when he took the coat. When he took uh, Sean O'Malley's dude, coat. that was fucking hysterical. After All that, you see dude, is this Georgian midget yeah, wearing a fucking so Michael Jackson coat in the back. Yeah. <laughs> so right after that, that's kind of where I was like, dude, Marab's very funny, and then I feel like his social media presence has been awesome recently. And I, I want to address like see a lot more videos too. of him. I want to address something about Marab. All these people fucking online hating on Marab. You didn't fight fucking Aljo for the belt. You didn't fight fucking Aljo. That's because you guys are backstabbing fucking cucks. You guys are backstabbing cucks. That's exactly why you're fucking saying that. Did you hear Mar Marab said he wouldn't fight him? He said no money, no amount of money in the world, no belt, nothing can replace the brotherhood. He comes from Georgia where they stick the fuck together. He's not like us American backstabbers. Fuck yourself. I fucking hated reading that shit. One guy, there's very, 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 very few people with fame left in the world in 2024 who stick by their values. And you know what he said? I'm putting my fucking foot in the ground, and I'm not fighting my fucking boy because this is a fucking brotherhood. What the fuck? Why won't he fight Aljo? You know who's saying that? The same guy who would fuck his friend's girlfriend. That's the same guy saying that. Fuck you. Well, I I also... uh, Another (laughs) legendary Mikey rant there. That was good. Uh... I also, uh, he said he wasn't offered the Aljo fight. No, he was just addressing the comments. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, I don't think he was offered it either. Yeah, so it's like, it doesn't even matter if you don't think. He oh, oh yeah, yeah, you're like, saying like. He just wasn't even offered. Like, he could have said yes. He definitely could have said yes if he was offered. Right. And and, so, yeah. and he might have said yes. Who knows? He wasn't even offered. Yeah, so he, said, he said himself it. 
if he was offered, he would have given it some thought. So, right. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 yeah, it was, uh, I agree with you, Mike. And it was an awesome performance Saturday night. Oh, yeah. I mean, so fun. He's awesome. And, and, and did, you hear this, did you hear the story today that, uh, he fought with Aljo, like did a full five round, uh, or three, wait, I think they said three rounds of five minutes sparring session with Aljo where they're swinging the fuck at each other uh, right before oh. the fight. <laughs> they were what? Yeah, they were swinging at each other hard as fuck. Like they were fucking going for it. I, I guess someone said uh, that someone said that on MMA hour today. No, nah, I didn't hear about that. Um, yeah, so they were like he had a full fight before his fight against Cejudo. Yeah, that's just what he does. I, yeah, I, yeah. I truthfully, I, I said it before this fight and I'm reinstating it now i think he beats anyone in the bandweight division sanhagen might might make it close anyone else sugar any of them motherfuckers nah i don't yeah, think they're not cheeto nah it, i honestly think cheeto gives him more of a run than sugar but i don't think he beats i don't I think hope cheeto so. beats him either i think to cheeto be honest does not. I, think I think there's not. a reason when marab was saying shit about sugar he wasn't he didn't jump out of his seat or anything he did that with Aljo because he thought he could beat him. He he don't that motherfucker quivered. He looked like the pink haired dude he is when Marab <laughs> mentions his name in the post fight interview. He kind of shrunk. His shoulders got a little higher up his ears. Yeah, he looked a little. Mar- Mar- I think I think Marab's gonna be bantamweight champ and he's gonna go for a while. I I don't know who can really stop him. Father time. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think father time. I, I still like Sugar too. I just don't think he beats Marab. I agree. Um. Last fight we're going to talk about tonight, another fight that kind of shook up the middleweight division. I guess I kind of left this guy out of all the rankings, too. Um, Anthony Hernandez beats Raymond Kabilov. Brutal. I mean, fucking yeah. brutal submission around, too. Yeah. Uh, stumbled. It was kind of nice. It, it wasn't nice that he lost, but it was kind of nice because I think all three of us had the same thoughts, and I think... We finally dissected a fight, like, almost perfect. Yeah. What we said was going to happen kind of happened. Like, you don't fight a guy like this on short notice. He will grind you the fuck down, whip your ass, and that's kind of what happened. Um, Jeff, what would you think about Fluffy? Yeah. Fluffy, man. Uh, it kind of pissed me off because I put a lot I, – I, I convinced the boys to ride a part away. First leg was broken and copy off. Yeah, nice. I let the boys <laughs> down on that one. Dude, I – that first round, it it felt like giving a kid fucking hopes up on Christmas or something, dude. <laughs> that first round, we were all so excited. We we're like, dude, Kakulov might pull it off. And I'm just sitting there the whole time like, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> he's he, dead man walking. His mouth is open. He's on that stool breathing heavy. He yeah. Hooked. Fucking happened. Happened. Like, he... he like that little first round is good enough to get over like the like not top ten level guys. Yeah, yeah. But once he faces that fucking seven to ten level, that's not gonna get you past them. It's funny you mentioned the betting thing. So my boy at work, I went in this morning and he didn't say nothing to me and like I go in at six, like nine o'clock rolled around, I walked up to his truck and he rolls the window down, he's like Man, you told me about copy law. Fucking copy law. Fuck my card up, man. I hit everything else. I'm like, I'm like dude, I told you be wary. I yeah. told you I liked him. Be wary. Yeah, he was good. He was a good dog for a fun, fun run round. Yeah, I think I also think he's going to regret immensely. We've talked about this in the show many, many times. 
sometimes these guys just want to fight so bad they get back in the ring way too quick like short sure. notice short notice fights are it's like you're a genius if you win but you're a fucking idiot if you lose and copy love just did not look like he belonged in there um max what'd you think of it yeah this one was tough man i uh <laughs> i was all copy love obviously so but fluffy is fucking awesome and that was a big win for him i feel bad for copy love it feels like whenever he figures something out he kind of stumbles uh yeah and he got completely bitched by fluffy in there <laughs> fluffy flicked him off a couple times fucking yeah he yeah. Did. was pretty much just bit, bitching him while submitting him it, it was I mean, tough I, for lack of a better term. Yeah, he just Tommy literally got would probably kill me if he hears this. I'm kind yeah. of scared now. No, he literally got his ass whooped. Like, yeah, I that... might not sleep with my window. Stop doubling down on it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's what happened. I mean, it's just... I know it's what happened. I don't want to get fucking shot now, brothers. dude. How close is New Hampshire to Russia? That's Is that close? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only fucking 2,000 miles. <laughs> I feel like I can see it on the other I side of the ocean. a little more than that. <laughs> Um, um yeah what, tough fight yes. for and then uh just one more thing i want to talk about real quick we really don't have to dive into it too deep uh mackenzie Dern loses a tough decision a lot, <laughs> Why bringing uh, this up dude no because i just wanted to bring it up because a lot of a lot of ufc twitter a lot it's of ufc been on twitter, my mind too <laughs> i were, bet i bet they were very divided on this fight people were going at each other's necks on twitter about this fight i watched the fight but i didn't watch the fight <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker was drooling. <laughs> I uh I, I also missed this fight, but I I genuinely haven't watched it yet. Watched yeah, okay. it yet, to be honest. I haven't. Well, <laughs> when you watch it, get back to us who you think won. Um I will. No, I I definitely think Dern lost. Yeah, I thought so too, to be honest. But there was a lot of wars on Twitter about it. Um Jeff, can you give us a grade on UFC two ninety eight? fucking h for fucking heartbreak brother <laughs> of course. dude of course not only h. that dude i got served up a nice fucking appetizer of a taffa losing dude I mean, that, that was kopulov taffa losing and polo Co- i ended up putting money on polo costa and if i even though i took him on here i was like all right he's a fun dog for that money Dude. And Josh Quinlan. I like Josh Quinlan, yeah, too. All topped off by Volk getting knocked the fuck out. And, and no Jeff Neal. <laughs> I know the no Jeff Neal win killed you. Yeah, I, I, I could give a fuck less. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I mean, I love Jeff Neal and all, but come on. He doesn't even spell it right. That's right. <laughs> what the uh, G? Come on. So what Jeff, are you, the giraffe? Yeah. So Jeff gives it an H. Max, can we get your grade? <laughs> That's a fucking insane grade right there. Uh, I'm giving it a B, like a normal fucking person. It was, it was fun. It got some answers. Uh, sad, though, for sure. And I wish there was a couple more, like one more finish on the main card. Yeah, I'm going to uh, give a little throwback, Jeff. Great. I'm going to give it a Z for Zuck. I'm just <laughs> yeah, going to give it a Z for Zuck. <laughs> Jeff has yet to give a normal grade so far. It's been... <laughs> he just comes out of nowhere with nutty-ass grades. Um Thank you guys for listening to our UFC 298 (laughs) review. We will be back next week with a pretty good card, fellas. Uh, Max mentioned earlier, Yair Otegas, the co-main, which is fucking nuts. This is Mexico City, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Isn't Tracy Cortez on here? Oh, my God. All right. Thank you all for listening. (laughs) We'll be back (laughs) later. As Mikey said, we're going to be previewing UFC Fight Night Mexico City. Let's go.